0: On today's broadcast, we're continuing the message that we started at the beginning of the week where Bishop Clark used Genesis chapter 2, verse 7 as the backdrop scripture for part 2 of the message, Breathe.
1: Well, God, the scripture says in Genesis 2 and 7, and God uh, crouched over the man and breathed into the man the breath of life and he became a living being. In other words, this is the first mouth to mouth. God put his lips on the man and breathed into the man. So the man's lungs would be filled with inspiration and Zoe life. And the enemy don't want God's mouth on you. He wants other things in our mouths and faking that relationship. Breathing into us, glory to God, that which is toxic. I don't care what it does to your mind. I told you there are more jerks with nicotine and marijuana than there is with the Holy Ghost. People right now are attracted to the fog, not the Shekinah. But the all the 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 uh the fog of the uh synthetic glory to God. It's not authentic it's synthetic and the enemy is blowing it around the world and he doesn't want God's people to inhale life hallelujah he wants us caught up on those things that's going to cause us damage not only physically but emotionally and if you breathe in sorrow too much it will affect you and if you breathe in pain too much glory to God it will affect you and if you breathe in chemicals hallelujah It will affect you. God wants his life flowing through you. And you got to learn how to blow all of that stuff away. And then open up your lungs while in his presence and breathe again. Thank you Jesus. Glory to God. It is to take lungs. To take air in your lungs. And inhale. And then expel it. Exhale it. Glory to God. And you need to do this regularly. God wants us to breathe. It's so natural. We do it when we're asleep. And God wants us to n- understand. He wants us so dependent on him. Just like we are with air. Every, you don't even think about it. But you, you sit there. And while this message is going on. You're breathing in and out. And, you, and, and if you didn't. Life would leave us. right. But God wants you to start thinking about how he wants you to depend on him. Every time you fill your lungs with air. It's a regular thing. You should have the inspiration of God coming in you. And then you exhale it out. He breathes in us. And then as a church, we exhale into our community the life of God. You got to be very careful what's going on in you. And whatever your mind is dwelling on the most, you're breathing in the most. Thank you, Jesus. We know that air... And the body is drawn into the body to sustain life. That's the purpose. And since breathing is the most obvious sign of life. The phrase, the phrase in the Bible, glory to God, breath of life is even more important. We saw in Genesis 2 and 7 and he breathed into the man the breath of life, the breath. Of life, the breath of life, life and breath are synonymous. Thank you, God. And that's why I'm moving in a way in my life and I'm encouraging the body of Christ to do the same thing. Anything that would stop me from breathing, I need to get away from it. Glory to God. That's why we got to get rid of the spirit of heaviness because it will suffocate you. It will suffocate you, it will suffocate you, it will suffocate you in a relationship. It will suffocate you in a church family. Glory to God. And sometimes initially when you get away from your church family or get away from your family because you feel like you're suffocating, it may seem like you're breathing, but it's really not real breath. You don't run away from responsibilities and say, I can breathe now. None of us have that luxury. None of us have the luxury of running away from responsibilities to say I can breathe a little bit now. That's not godly. God says you can work and will. You can work and will, and still get the job done. The breath of God signifies the power of God. Let's look at Job chapter 12 verse 9 and verse 10. Job 12 verse 9 and 10. Verse 9 says, which of all these does not know that the hand of the Lord has done this? In his hand is the life of every creature and the breath of all mankind. Breath signifies the power of God. In his hand is life, the life of every creature and the breath of all mankind. So how can God has not designed us to live on this earth without air? And he has not designed you as a spirit being to live on this earth without his presence. You're not supposed to go for years without breathing. Now, if you got into, if you were scuba diving, you would understand what I'm saying here because you need an apparatus if you're going to go into the depths. There's no way you can stay there too long and expect to sustain life. And so God never designed this body to function without air and you cannot function as a believer without breath. And that's why God wants to be a part not only of our church family but our marriages and our relationships and our communities as well. Glory to God. I love this in John chapter 22, chapter 20 and verse 22. The word of the Lord reads like this And with that, he breathed on them and said, Receive the Holy Spirit. Here before Jesus' ascension, he took his disciples and he breathed on them. And said receive the Holy Spirit. And I'm asking the Holy Ghost. To let out. Spiritual oxygen again on his people. And I believe it's coming. And I need for you all. All of us need to prepare ourselves. To inhale God's spirit. And God's power. And nothing that's synthetic in this world. Glory to God. Don't allow social media. Even though we're pushing our people. Toward it. Don't allow it to become your oxygen. It's synthetic. Don't allow relationships to become your oxygen. It's synthetic. Don't allow entertainment to become your oxygen. It's synthetic. It cannot sustain spiritual life. Glory to God. Only God breathed things can sustain spiritual life. Now think about it. When was the last time you uh, allowed the Holy Ghost to breathe into you life again? Or you really, really had an appetite for the word? And then you'll see how much you're smothered and how much you're suffocated. No wonder we're frantic. No wonder it seems like power is escaping us. I love, glory to God, 2 Timothy chapter 3 and verse 16 and 17. It's on the, scre- uh, on the screen. All scriptures. It's God breathed. Think about it. So... uh, if I need something that's going to help sustain spiritual life and it has to be God breathed, here's here's a great, great uh, uh, remedy for our lack of oxygen, spiritual oxygen. And it's seen here in 2 Timothy three and 16. All scripture is God breathed and is useful for teaching. So one of the first thing the enemy does, if he wants to smother you, if he wants heaviness to rest upon you, is to get you away from God-breathed word. The appetite for it isn't there. The, 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 the desire to be around it isn't there. You can take it or leave it or don't see how it sustains life and puts us on a path, glory to God. Not a destruction, but a path to victory. And so all scripture is God breathed. It doesn't matter if it's Old Testament or New Testament. If it's a psalm or part of the the prophetic glory to God in the Old Testament, the hymns, the psalms and the spiritual psalms or the history of uh, Israel or the major or minor prophets in the Old Testament or the gospels or the epistles or the book of Acts or Revelations. It doesn't matter where it is. All of it is God breathed. Glory to God. It's inspirational. And so every time you get in it, you're beginning to breathe the kind of air that's necessary. Thank you, Lord. I remember fishing one time and I pulled a fish out of its uh, environment. Hallelujah. And laid it on on, on the bank there. And I can tell that the fish was struggling because it was outside of its environment. Thank you, Jesus. And the Lord spoke to uh, his disciples and said, I'll teach you to be fishers of men. And one of the cues and the keys of fishing for men is to make sure that as we pull people out of a synthetic environment, we put them in an environment that they can breathe spiritually. So we have to hook you out of, the, out of the world because you think that's the way you're supposed to live. No, well, I'm going to teach you to be fishers of men. Actually, you're suffocated in the world, but we want to pull you out of the world. You got to come all the way out of that pool, all the way out of that sewage, all the way out of that system. And you need to start learning how to breathe, hallelujah, efficiently and effectively so you can grow in the things of God. And it's amazing to me how we can become so comfortable with the things that are dysfunctional. We can can become so comfortable with things that are dysfunctional and it becomes natural to us, but it's really upside down. Thank you, God. Like a woman getting used to a person that beats on them. How can you get used to that and say, okay, I'll take it because maybe I did deserve it. No, you need to escape that environment and be in an environment where you can breathe again. How can you live in a, in a, in a, in a soup kitchen of sorrow all of your life? We have to say it is not natural to live there. I need to breathe again. Glory to God. There's nothing wrong with opening in your lungs and getting the word in you and letting the word of God, Lord, saturate your inner self, your inner hidden man of the heart. So you can be what God has called you to be. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Hallelujah. All scripture is God breathed and it's profitable. It is profitable for teaching, for rebuking, for correcting and training in righteousness. Thank you, God. This is all a part of of that God-breathed curriculum. He teaches us. He then even rebukes us. Thank you, Lord. Glory to God. We're living in a time now where our young millennials in school are not taught to think. They're taught to receive or to block thought. And so what happens is if a person comes in and says something they don't like, it's they, they, this is what's being taught in our universities. You can shut them down or, or because you got the freedom of speech, you can shout them all of the way out versus critically thinking about what the person is saying and then reasoning in your mind and coming up with a debate. That's the really the way we're supposed to be moving. But what's happening right now, people don't like rebuke. They don't like for anyone to say anything that they don't like and they'll shut you down or fold up and they're out of here. But what we have to do is learn how to receive the teaching and the rebuking that comes from the word, even the correcting that comes from the word and the training in righteousness that we will be thoroughly furnished. Now, if I'm training you in righteousness, that means there's some things you would have to deny yourself from. If you're being trained in righteousness, if you're being trained to run a race on a track, there's some things you can't do. You can't lift heavy weight if you're going to become a sprinter. You can't lift heavy weight. If you lift heavy weight, you're going to miss the move of God and you're not going to win this race. You have to learn how to do more repetitions and not heavy heavy pounds heavy heavy weight with less reps you need to be lean mean fighting machines if you're going to sprint right well if i'm training you in righteousness i'm going to have to teach you how to deny self well you start teaching that today denial of self then everybody feels abandoned and everybody feels like you're picking on me. But it's a part of training. It's a part of spiritual life. It's a part of breathing spiritually. Thank you, Jesus. Since breath is usually invisible, we have to look at the symbols here. We have to look at the symbols. Look at, I'm almost done here today. Psalm 144 and 4. Psalm 144. And four. Man is like a breath. His days are like a fleeting shadow. Whatever we see in the natural right now, remember it's pining away. It won't last forever. And man is like a breath. Compared to eternity. Our life existence here is like a breath. Here today... Gone tomorrow. Glory to God. That's why you can't allow your day today to become prophetic in your life. Your prophetic moment was yesterday, which foretold of your future. But today you can't allow whatever you're looking at today. You can't allow it to block you from seeing your future. It should not be the prophecy that you come underneath. Whatever you're feeling today should not speak to your destiny. It's what God said to you that you should look to as it relates to your future, not what you're feeling, not what you're seeing. Because a lot of times the enemy will cause you to look at what you're experiencing and say there's no way God could bring you out. Because of what you're going through today. But don't allow today to be your prophetic message. Thank you, Jesus. That's why heaviness is so strategic, because it makes you focus on here and now. What you're feeling right now, what you're going through right now, who abandoned you right now. The loss now, the effect of the loss now, the loneliness now, the issue that I'm dealing with right now. Don't allow it to be your profit. Thank you, Jesus. I think I shared with you last year, the best time to sow a seed was 18 years ago. The second best time is right now. Because whatever you sowed years ago, you're reaping today. Thank you, Jesus. You can change your harvest by sowing something today. And you can change this spirit of heaviness and how it lingers on the people of God today. Hallelujah. If you will learn how to speak and to sow seed. Glory to God of life today. And you'll live it in your future. Thank you God. As a pastor, if I allowed the moment that I go through to speak to me or even when I counsel people, if I look at only what they're dealing with right now, there's no way. There's no way there's no the life would say or even my own life, my mind would say there's no way God could bring that out. There's just no way. I was talking to a man one time and I said, when I looked at the situation, I said to myself, there's no way there's just no way that this can turn around in the natural And he got upset. How can you as a preacher say that? I said, I was talking as a as a natural person. Only God can deliver you. Only God can turn this around. Don't don't get me wrong. I believe God can. But man just can't turn it around. And a lot of times the enemy will cause us to see what man can't do. And the enemy wants you. This is what heaven is. The spirit of heaven that says. Then what because man can't deal with it, Then man is your prophet. But man is not our prophet. The devil can't tell me what God can do. Not even my natural self can tell me what God can do or what he can do. All things are possible with them which believe. And it doesn't matter how hard it is. Get your eyes off of it. Let the word become prophetic to you. Not what you're looking at today. Lift up your eyes from this place. Glory to God. This is what God does to get heaviness off of you. When Abraham separated himself from Lot, the scripture says, he loved the young lad. But the young lad always wanted to go to Sodom and Gomorrah. He always pitched his tent that way. In other words, he always wanted to go home, leave home, and do the wrong thing. He Finally, Abraham said, okay, you go your way and I'll go my way. And all of us struggle with that. That part of us that wants to go after the world, we have to be able to release it to do what it needs to do. And then we need to go after God. But there's a part of us that always wants to go back, always wants to go back to what's familiar, always wants to go back to yesterday. And you have to learn how to say, you know what? I'm not going to allow it to affect me anymore. I'm going to go after God. And the scripture says, when Abraham separated himself from Lot, are you there? Are you there? Are you cutting away that part? You're filling that pool of separating from yesterday. When Abraham separated from himself from Lot, the scripture says, God spoke to Abraham and he said, I want you to lift up your eyes from this place. In other words, before you move, I need you to change your perspective. You're not breathing because you're full of sorrow. You're not breathing because you're still aching over the land. But when he separated, he said, I need you to lift up your eyes from this place to the north, south, the east and the west. I need to get something to you and you will miss it if you don't lift up your eyes. Lifting up the eyes is like opening up the lungs. Changing your perspective opens you up for the breath of God. Just changing your perspective. Hallelujah. I know it's tough, but you can do this. The Lord gave me a word for you. Breathe. Thank you, Jesus. Don't suffocate in the present dreary situation that you're in. Just breathe. What happens to a baby? Thank God for conception, even birth. But after the baby's born, now we need you to breathe on your own. Thank you, Jesus. I was watching uh, a show the other day where this mother cow was giving birth to twins. One of them came out and was there on the, on the hay breathing naturally. The other one was still stuck in the birth canal. And it had been there so long that the, the doctor, the veterinarian, didn't know if the calf was still alive. And they had to go in and pull this calf out. But when they did, they smacked it a few times And it started breathing on its own Had God had to smack you <laughs> Pow. Come on how many of you know God will smack you <clears throat> All he's trying to do is get you to breathe on your own Thank you Lord He's had to smack me a few times, smack me, and sober me up. Thank you, Lord. I pray from spirit to spirit that you get this message that your spiritual lungs will be inflated. Thank you, Lord. If you need to breathe, just feel like I'm talking to you. I want you to meet me at all times.
2: In today's economic and social climate, we all have our struggles, financially and emotionally. Are you tired, frustrated? Do you feel like the world has taken the best from you? Everyone has been right where you are at one time or another. We understand just how you feel. Let your search for hope lead you to Truth Revealed International Ministries, 2838 Palm Bay Road, Palm Bay, Florida. We are a Bible teaching and discipleship ministry dedicated to unveiling truth to the nations. Please join us Sunday mornings at 8 a.m. and 11 a.m. and Wednesday evenings at 7 p.m. We live stream every service on the World Wide Web at truthrevealed.org. Get excited. You don't have to wander anymore. Hope and love are waiting for you at Truth Revealed.
0: If something was said during today's teaching that blessed you, or if you would like to find out more information about Truth Revealed International Ministries, we would love to hear from you. You can write to us at The Word of Truth Revealed, P.O. Box 60128, Palm Bay, Florida 32906, or you can email us at The Word of Truth at TruthRevealed.org. You can also visit us on the web at www.truthrevealed.org. If you're on Facebook, visit the Truth Revealed International Ministries fan page and click like. From time to time, you'll receive inspirational words of wisdom along with information about what's happening at Truth Revealed. Now, if you would like to purchase today's message for your personal library, would you write to us or email us? Use reference number 2518. That's reference number 2518. Just include a $5 donation for CDs and a $12 donation for DVDs. And now, final thoughts from Bishop Clark. I want to invite you
1: to Truth Reveal International Ministries, a place where we are in the business of saving souls. We strengthen families. We shape leadership and we serve this generation. In coming to the church, I believe you're going to get a good, good worship experience. Your life will be transformed in the presence of God. But you're also going to get a word from God, a word that's going to impact your life for an eternal purpose. I want to encourage you to come out and visit with us. We don't meet strangers. We just love on the people of God. A smile and a handshake, pressing palms and kissing our sons is what we do. We love you and I'd like to see you soon. Until next time, I'll see
2: you at Truth Reveal.